Brokenness Podcast, where we dissect problems and solutions that exist among broken people living in a broken world. And we also believe here at Healing Our Brokenness Podcast that talking through our stories is the path that leads to walking through our healing. On yesterday, I was graced with the blessing of interviewing mindset coach Easton Swaby. Uh, Easton and I got a chance to talk about some of everything, his profession, uh, how he came to be in the ministry, what brokenness means to him. He shared his story, how community plays a role in healing our brokenness, how healed and unhealed brokenness affects writing and speaking, what the word home means to him. And then we got a chance to do some fun, personal questions. And a lot of what we talked about centered around identity and validation, approval and rejection. And so without further ado, I am going to let you tune in to the interview between Easton Swaby and I. Ministry-wise, I I teach Sunday school at church, and I'm also uh, the youth president for the youth department. I'm also uh, a minister, so I I preach sometimes, and I do a lot of teaching, teaching Bible study. I'm professional. I um I work with Christian entrepreneurs who in the marketplace. But they are they want to make a big impact, sharing their message, sharing their gift, but because of fears and limited beliefs, they are holding themselves back. They are afraid of asking for what they want and really putting themselves out there. And if you don't mind me asking, uh, what are some of those limited beliefs? Okay, so um limited beliefs like I am not good enough. I'm not worthy. No one is not going to want to work with me or buy from me. Money is the root of all evil. 
if I make a lot of money, then I cannot be spiritual at the same time. And um, money is God. And um, so some of those limited beliefs that really hold them back from really becoming that person that God has called them to be in the marketplace. I think the, the biggest one is that they believe that they are not worthy and they're not good enough. Yeah, and you won't ask for what you want. Because uh, you are in business to make uh, um, you're in business to make money, you're in business to make an impact. And so a part of that is to really put yourself out there and ask for what you want. That makes sense. So if you think about the word brokenness, what does that mean to you? Uh, brokenness. That means that a part of yourself, a part of your true self has been um, shattered um, maybe because of because of your past experiences, so you lost that part of you or part of yourself due to traumatic experiences. Got you. So that uh, that stops, yeah. So that stops you from really becoming your true and true and powerful self. That is true. Now, would you please share with the audience your story? Okay, so um, growing up, I was I was rejected a lot. I've been through a lot of rejection. Uh, been told that I wasn't good enough. I was important. That no one is not that one's not going to love me. Um, and uh, and because of the rejection that I've been through, because of people telling me that I wasn't enough that I, w- I wasn't deserving, that no one is not going to love me, then I wasn't able, I wasn't, I couldn't achieve my goals. Um, I had a lot of self-hate. Um, so for many years, I didn't love myself because I thought that there was something wrong with me. Well, and and uh, there was a time that I wanted to, to, to I, I said to myself, you know what, doesn't, my life doesn't matter. My life is not important. My life is not significant. I have no value. So might as well I just stay in my own life. So there was a time I wanted to commit suicide because when I look when I look in the mirror, all I saw was brokenness. When I look in the mirror, all I saw was someone that wasn't deserving, that wasn't good enough, that could that no one loves. So what was the purpose of me being alive? Was the purpose of me? Living to see another day. Mm. Yeah. So, and that helped me. That helped me back from really um, putting myself out there. That helped me back from from really asking for what I want. And because of that feeling that I wasn't good enough, I sought but it, but it, um. I wanted people to also validate validation from other people from outside sources instead of really looking internally and validating myself and really looking to also to God who did he say that I am and who does he say I am? Right? Right. So if people if people didn't approve me, then I didn't approve myself. 
if people didn't accept me, I didn't accept myself. Because my self-worth was based on other people's opinion. Of and the, the more the more they reject me, the, the, the more that then it was the more that I rejected myself. So it was like a domino effect. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you know, when 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 God when God called me to ministry, um I thought that, you know, I thought that God must be crazy because there's no way that God could call me to ministry. There's no way that God could look at a mess like me, a broken person like me, and have any purpose from it and call me into ministry. So for a time, you know, sometimes we are in the position, but we're not acting as if we're not behaving in a way that is in alignment with that position. And so for many years, I was sitting in a position of ministry. I was in ministry, but then I wasn't behaving in a way that was in alignment with that ministry. And God can, if you are, if God promotes you to a position and you're acting in that position, then you are going to sabotage yourself. Yes. You're always going to, always going to play smaller than you are supposed to be playing. That and makes even sense. when I started, and even when I started my business, that was the same thing. I wanted success. I wanted, but at the same time, I never thought that I was deserving or I was good enough. And it all came back down to my past experiences of, of dealing with rejection, dealing with self. How were you able to come out of that with the business? Um, yes, I was able to come out of that by really um, diving into who, into the word of God, into who say I am, and to really accept his love, and to really know that I am good enough, because he says that I'm good enough. I'm not good enough because people say I am good enough. I'm not, because, I'm not good enough because of my successes, but I am good enough because God says I am good enough. Amen. That is so true. Uh, why do you think that people stay in their brokenness for so long? Because there's something that we're looking for. There's a need that has not been met. Um, there are five basic needs. The need for security, the need for significance, um, for safety and so forth. And one of those needs hasn't been met because we're always seeking to fulfill a, a basic need that we have. Right? The man that the man that go out and kill someone is because it, there is a basic need that he's trying to trying to meet, but he's meeting it the wrong way. So a person that stays in brokenness is because there's a need that they are trying to fulfill that they believe that the only way for them to, to, to meet that need is for them to behave in a particular way because their mind has been programmed to think in a certain way. Gotcha. So, so it's why. all important to, and how, like you said, as far as the mind being programmed to 
uh, think a certain way. And once we have those thoughts in our heads, then we start to act on it. Would you say that's how it works out? Yes, that's exactly how it works out because everything starts with a thought. Right, something happens, right? Maybe let's say, for example, you go out on the road and um, someone rejects you, right? Then that right. creates a thought. Then, um, then you start thinking about it. Then maybe you experience another rejection. Then maybe when I first rejected, okay, maybe I'm not good enough. Then because you experience, because then you go out there and you experience something similar. So then maybe, then you start saying, okay, maybe I'm really not good enough. And then because that cycle keeps repeating, then that, then that belief that you're not good enough, um, it keeps, it's like that. Yeah, so that's how it started. So everything starts with a thought. Then that thought creates um, from that emotion, then that emotion I believe, then that belief creates a behavior and just keep repeating. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. And then we we internalize those uh, thoughts. We internalize what other people say. We internalize Exactly. Exactly. And um, because the reason why we internalize what people say is because deep down inside, we believe that we are not good enough. We are not worthy. So then it because if you have a strong belief in yourself, right? If you really deep down believe that you are, are good enough, that you are deserving, then it doesn't matter what someone else says or think about you, right? You're going to brush it off. Just for, for example, if I if I say if I say to you that um, your hair is red, right? Mm-hmm. Then that that is not going to mm-hmm. affect you, right? Because you deep because you know that your hair is not red, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So so it's because so it's because of a belief that we already have about ourselves. That is why people's opinion of us really affects us. That makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. It makes me think about as a teenager, uh, when my self-esteem was low and I already had thoughts about myself. And then when I heard another teenager girl, uh, teenage girl outside of the church saying something, then I internalized it. I said, oh, this must be true. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes. That's exactly how it works. And then that's, that is why we have to stop the cycle and um and come and how we can stop the cycle is really going back to who to our identity right yes who are, who are we deep down in right because a child a child knows that he's already good enough a child already knows that he's already worthy right a child will never tell you hey don't feel me because i'm not good enough or i'm not worthy a child would never tell her, hey, do not feel me, I do not feel me because I messed myself up. Right. 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 Because that, that, thought, that child knows that it doesn't matter what mistakes the child may or what the child what what the child does, the child knows that he is already good enough and worthy and deserving. So the child is going to behave in that way. So it doesn't matter what you say, that child is still going to cry and, and want you to pick him up or him or she up. 
as we go along, as we go older, then maybe something happens, right? Maybe someone rejects you. Maybe yes. it's a caregiver. Maybe it's someone's sympathetic. And that then become because of the emotion that we attach to that event that then because that then creates a belief. And then we start different events start um, confirming that belief. But if we go back to to our original belief that we are worthy, that we are good enough, if we stop, if we stop the cycle, right then and reclaim our true self. Then we are able. Then we are going to be able to heal our brokenness. We are going to heal our pain. We are going to heal those emotional holes, and then we are going to achieve the level of success and the love and the joy and the peace, everything that we want. Yes, that is so true, man. That is some good stuff. So, did um, how do you think community plays a role in healing brokenness? And then the second part of that question is, how did it play a role in healing your brokenness? Okay, so um, community are the people that we that we surround ourselves is very important. If every day you surround yourself with people that that confirms your brokenness, because it, as human beings, we we are drawn to who the people that people with similar beliefs, right? Right. So, for example, the reason why you maybe go to the church that you go to is because they have a similar belief to yours, right? Right. So people that are so people that are broken, they attract other broken people. Right? That's people true. that are negative, people that are negative attract other negative people. So true. you can break that and say, okay, hmm, I um I feel, I believe that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy of success. If you can start surrounding yourself with people that believe that you are worthy, that you are good enough, that speaks life into your spirit. Because so, many of us, we surround ourselves with people that every day they speak um, death into our spirit. They tell us that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy, that we cannot do anything right. But if we can seek out people that believe in us even when we don't believe in ourselves people that sees greatness inside of us when even we don't see it in ourselves then they are going to speak speak it into us and then eventually we are going to start believing it that is true Mm -hmm. and that is the same thing that happens with me because I started to hang around people that told me that I was good enough, that didn't treat me as the people that I was surrounding myself with. Mm-hmm. Right? People as, right? As people that told me that, okay, I could achieve my goals, that I could become anything that I want to become. But I started surrounding myself that were people that were playing at a different level, or playing a different ball game than I was playing. And I was attracted to that. I was attracted to the energy I was attracted to the success that they were creating and I wanted to be like them. So I started surrounding myself. I started listening to them, right? And then eventually what they were saying, um, I started to say, okay, what if I started to believe that? What if I started to believe that I was good enough? 
whenever I started to believe that I could achieve my goals and I could achieve my dreams. Right? And then I then that 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 switch in my mindset started to produce a different result. I say it's all so you are there's a saying that you are the average of the five people that you hang around with. Because all right, why is it that children um, behave in a similar way to their parents? Right? It's because of proximity, because of hanging, being around them for so every day. So they started to adopt those behaviors, start to adopt those traits similar to them. Yes, and so I've heard that saying about the five people. I've heard that. It's powerful, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's really powerful and so true. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because unconsciously, we are going to start modeling um, their behavior. We are going to start speaking the way they speak. We are going to start acting the way they act. We are going to start believing the things that they believe. Unless you have a deep internal belief that contradicts that, right? And you are, and you have this resilience, this resilient muscles that are, then you're not going to adapt it. But if you allow yourself to be shaped by your environment, then your environment is going to shape you. That is so true. Man, that is so true. Mm. How do you think healed, both healed and unhealed brokenness affects uh, writing and speaking? Is um, your writing and your speaking are their reflection of who you are, right? Right. You write the way that you write, you speak the way that you speak because of who you are. So if you are, let's say, for example. If you are writing a personal development book, a self-help book, right? Yes. And you haven't healed from your mess, you haven't healed from your story, maybe uh, from rejection, then maybe certain things that you are going to say uh, is going to have an angry tone, an aggressive tone to it. Right. Because you're writing from a place of brokenness. You're not writing from a place of, of love, of um, of... <laughs> I don't know, but uh, but so your writing and how you speak, they are a reflection of of your of what's happening and in, internally. Right. And I, I I've seen that personally in my own writing. I remember I was um, there was something I was writing, and I noticed that well, this sounds very aggressive. And then I realized that it wasn't. It was because I didn't heal from that. From some, from I didn't. I, I didn't let go of what some people did to me. And so, until I released those people, um, then I was able to really write from a place of 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 love. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Everything is a reflection. Every our behavior, everything that we do, say, thing, is a reflection of of what is happening internally. That is so true. That is so true. Yes, yes, that is so true. 
Now, we got another question that I always ask every guest, and that is, what does the word home mean to you? Home. Um, and for, um, well, when I look at brokenness, home means coming back to your true self. Your home is a physically your home is a place that you that you go to for comfort. It's yes. a place of safety. Yes. And so coming home, then it's coming back to that um to that internal place where you feel safe, where um a place of comfort. Of where it's a place where you just feel safe and a place of comfort where you feel protected. Wow, that is so true. Uh, Were you gonna say something else? I'm sorry. No, um, and if you really when when you heal your brokenness, then you come home to your true self. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then you're able to, to put that authenticity in your writing and your speaking, whatever it is we're doing, you know, when we're in our true selves. Have you found that yes, to be the that case? Everything that you produce. Yes, that is so true. And everything that you produce, you are able to produce it from a place of love and not a place of of resentment, frustration, guilt, fear. Because when you are driven from, um, for example, when fear drives you, there's a behavior, then, um, for example, in business, right, a lot of a lot of people are driven by fear. And so when they're driven by fear, they think that they always have to be getting out there. So they, they get stuck in the hustle and grand mentality uh, um, because they, they believe that they think that if I'm not doing that, then I'm not going to produce or If I'm not bringing in a lot, if I'm not making a lot of money, then I'm going to be rejected. Then no one will like, right? Yes. They're not they're not doing it from a place of love of okay, I want I'm doing this because I want to make a big impact. I'm doing this because I want to help people to, to get a certain results. Yes. I see what you're saying. It's so focused on either like the material aspect, you know, being prominent, the money, the wealth, and not doing it because it's what God has planned for your life. Regardless of if it's going to bring about a lot of money, a lot of fame, you have a lot of social media followers, that's not the goal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you see, when you come, when you do things, everything that you do from a place of love, of, you know, this is what God has called me to do, the, the money, the, 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 the likes, everything that you, are, that, that you want will come as a byproduct. And then you'll be able to enjoy it more. So true. Yeah, so true. I got some fun questions for you to answer. <laughs> what are some of the books that you are reading now? Okay, I'm reading a book by 
Um, uh, what's her name? Joyce Meyer, um, Seven Steps. Oh. I totally, I totally forgot the name of it. I've just read in the book. I totally forgot the name of it. Um, so that's that's the book that I'm reading right now. I recently read the 5 a.m. Club. Um, yes, yeah, so those those books. Mm. Yeah, Joyce Meyer has some oh, stuff. And, yeah, oh, and um, one by Crystal, Crystal the um, dear insecurity. Yes, she has some good stuff too, doesn't she? Yes, Crystal yes. Day. Yeah, I love that book. Yes, it's good. Oh, for sure. Yes, yeah. she's really good. Okay, and name some of the songs that are on your playlist now. Okay. To worship you, I live. Um, I give myself away. Um. <laughs> I surrender. Yes. Cool. Oh, wow. Those are all good songs. And what are some of the things that you do to fill up your soul? I read books. I watch videos, motivational videos. Um, And I'm, I'm also reading the Bible and hanging around people that are positive. People that uplift me, people that um, that do not hold me hostage to my to my history, but hold a contributive person that God is God has come to live from. Yeah, so those are some other things that I do. Amen. Now, when you think about your morning routine, uh, what do you think is a good like? What would you describe? as far as your best morning routine and then does that is that part of your routine okay my morning routine um starts with starts with getting connected with with god so um to devotion so reading reading my bible uh worshiping and praying i notice that when i start my morning really getting a good worship session and really spending time with God, then it's um it gives me that my my day really uh, goes much better than when I don't. I feel more empowered and uh, more connected. Amen. So that's very important. Spending time with God. Yes, to start off the morning. So if more if yes. money was not an option. What do you think you would do to make a difference in the world? Um, what I'm doing now, um, coaching persons, helping them to heal their, heal their money blocks and to heal their insecurities. Wow. To reclaim their true self. That sounds really good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because when, when you reclaim your true self, then you're not going to be afraid of putting yourself out there. You're not going to be afraid of asking for what you want. You're not going to be afraid of falling in love. And all of the issues, a lot of the issues that we are, things that we are struggling with, we're not going to struggle with them anymore. That is so true. That is so true. 
Uh, before we end the conversation here today, I just wanted to see if you could let the listeners know where they can find you. If they were looking, want to look you up, like with your blog post, your website, where can they find you? Okay, the best place to find me is on Facebook, Essence Baby. I'm always posting a lot of um, content on Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook every day. Um, you can also check out my website. Always under, I'm really working on my website now. So I think the best place to find me is on, on Facebook, Essence Baby, Instagram. Yeah. Okay, so Instagram, 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 with Coach Easton Swaby. I also want to give a shout out to Timothy Horton for bringing our intro and outro music every week. And I want to ask you guys to do me a favor. If healing our brokenness is making a difference in your life, if you can give a shout out to your friends to let them know to subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now I have it on YouTube where you can watch the videos. So everywhere else it's audios, but on YouTube we are doing videos now. Uh, so that is a huge blessing. Until next so much time. I wish I could give back, but I'm not intact to be sharing all of that. You took the price to give me that life, and now it's never gonna fade away. When I see, I need more of. upon my ears and I won't go back the way it was again 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 and now a valley of grace where things would change I've seen the lights of